future, talk radio will actually educate, inspire, and make you think. The future is now. Topics and music that affect your life from Universal Broadcasting Network. Tune in at ubnradio.com. She's passionate about telling stories of amazing women who are rocking the world and empowering women to live, love, and thrive. Here's your host, Katherine Gray. Hi, welcome, welcome to Live, Love, Thrive Women's Empowerment Hour brought to you by 360karma.com. Well, first of all, happy Valentine's Day. And do I have the perfect guest for that? Talking about love and relationships, we have the perfect guest, which is April Beyer. She is the uh, founder of Level Connections, and we're going to talk about that, what that is, how cool uh, product this is. So stay tuned and uh, please give a warm welcome to April Beyer. Hi, April. How are you doing? Hi, Catherine. I'm wonderful. Thank you. Good, good. I, I tell you, you're the perfect guest for today. I love Valentine's Day. Of course, people will be watching the show going, oh my God, she had on Kristen Wiig. <laughs> you know, I get that a lot. I know You're not you the do. first person that When said I met that. you, we were like, oh, Kristen Wiig's here. Kristen Wiig, yeah. If I were only as funny. <laughs> I don't know, you're pretty close. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Valentine's Day, I'm excited to talk to you because you've been in this space for uh, 20, 20 years? 20 years. <laughs> yes, a long time. Yeah, so you are really an expert in, or a, a veteran in this in this circle of finding love, finding relationships. And we're going to talk about this really cool product that you've created um, that kind of mixes personal service and technology. Uh, and there's nothing else really out there like it. So Level Communications, uh, excuse me, Connections is really a cool product. And we're going to talk about how you attempt to create connect people to the right uh, partner or the right date. Um, as you were saying, even having the right date is important, uh, much less, you know, going the extra length of finding the right relationship. Yes. The, the start R there. word. <laughs> uh, so tell me, uh, I know people are going to be interested into how you got into this realm. Um, I know I was when I met you. I'm like, how'd you get into that? So uh, let's start with your parents had like the perfect marriage, uh, right? Yes. <laughs> there oh. was a lot to live up to, right? Hard act to follow. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They were, they've been together still 55 years? 55 years. Wow. Yes. Yes. So when people say, you know, how did you get started in matchmaking, which I have a whole story about, Yeah. Um, I really feel like I had a head start because yeah. You know, I was trained by the best. You know, yeah. I was trained by two people who, and it was their. You know, everybody hates you right now. I know, I know. Well, I always say, you know, when you're dealt when you're dealt the the great parent card, yeah. it's luck of the draw. It is. You know, luck I am of no more deserving of these wonderful people than anybody else. Right. Um, it just happens to be that's my thing, right? So right. relationships have never been a struggle, and I think it, for me, it um, to walk into a world where I get to do this for my career has been amazing. Yeah. Because watching my parents love and connect and how they you know there was so much love and admiration and respect in their marriage yeah and you know the dinner table was open communication so every night we talked about love we talked about relationships we talked about communication fabulous you know no that? holds barred and yeah. at, the, at the buyer household dinner table so yeah. you really are lucky in that department yeah, and uh, you know but i mean everybody's dealt those struggles so i'm sure we'll get to that oh there's been struggles <laughs> yes but um also uh you didn't actually start off thinking that this is what you would be doing for a living you w wanted to be an actress right yes yeah. i was a new york trained actor and i had been a, a 
a teacher, a, a coach. I had been an actress. Um, I had done so many things in that field. In fact, you know, I was part of the Groundlings and Second City, and that's when oh, how funny. You know, I knew Will Ferrell. You are funny. All, oh, well, thank you. Yes, I used to be funny before I got into the field of love. Um, and uh, so that was my career path, and I met a woman in my acting class, and mm. she had a uh, a mother who had been a matchmaker, very well-known matchmaker in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And she just said, hey, you know, I could use some help. I'm starting my L.A. office. I could use some help, you know, a day or two a week. Well, yeah. two days turned into three, turned into four, and then for me, turned into seven days a week. Yeah. And I, I kind of launched into it, and it it sort of took over my creative need. Mm -hmm. um, and what I realized, I loved, what I loved about acting was the investigation, was mm -hmm. the soul-searching, like unpacking characters. So I have thousands of books at home of character studies, what that person eats in the, you know, in the morning, how they feel about their lives, their educational background, their emotional background. So it's kind of what I used as my tool in those days as a creative are yeah. still the same tools I use as a matchmaker today. That's fascinating. That makes a lot of sense. It's character study. It yeah. feels very, um, very much like you're putting a puzzle together when you're matchmaking. And yeah. that, that has served a creative need in me, and I've never looked back. It is a puzzle, isn't it? Or puzzling. Relationships are, <laughs> yes. Relationships are a puzzle, yeah. and they're fun yeah. to put together. Um, and sometimes you just need an outside perspective. Yeah. You know, when you're in it, it's so difficult. And this is your gift. Um, and, and what I think is interesting about this new tool that you've created is you've taken all these years of experience to put together your algorithms mm -hmm. of how to, you know, match people up, but then still give that personal uh, input into it. So can you explain, like, like how would this be different than, like, eHarmony? Okay. Um, well, I've been a personal matchmaker for 20 years mm -hmm. and, you know, a very hand-stitched, curated model where I would meet my clients and uh, then I'd be out, you know, wife shopping for everybody. Um, and those were one-on-one -on -one meetings. But if something were to happen to me, let's say, um, what would happen to my business? What would happen to my clients? And everybody wanted me. And although that's been wonderful and I've had many, many marriages and relationships and families that have come together through the unions I've created, it got to a point where I thought, you know, I want to help more people. I don't want to just help this small select group of wealthy men. I want to work with more men and more women. And scaling a business in the matchmaking space is not easy because it's like finding somebody who has your brain, your experience, and then having them do your work for you, which I've never been able to really accomplish. So my thought was, how do I help people? How do I solve these problems of online dating and all yeah. these dating apps that are causing a lot of frustration and really internal pain and yet bring my expertise. So how it's different than an eHarmony is because in eHarmony, um, there is a very data-driven kind of science behind it. With me, it's my data and my science based on 20 years of putting people together. Right. So what I did was I really... So there's no personal end of it to theirs. There's a strictly... It's all do. It's all DIY. So you're on yeah. eHarmony and you're selecting your own and you're writing your own profile. Oh, and let's talk about that. Okay. You're saying, <laughs> so you're selecting your own and that's a major difference because you said some people have a bad picker. They have a, their picker is I broken. Think, I think most people have <laughs> a bad picker. Their picker is broken. Picker. Yeah, let's right? be real, yeah. So, you oh, know. of course, none of my friends. I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> well, it's okay. You know, we're yeah. given an education in, in so yeah. many different aspects of yeah. our lives. But, you know, having that that really good education of yourself and knowing your yeah. own, it's hard to see your own blind spots. Yeah. It yeah. really is. So having an expert, which is really what Level is built on, yeah. it's built on my expertise and we are having everybody fill out a questionnaire that I created. And it basically that questionnaire mirrors and mimics 
my own personal interview. Mm -hmm. So it's a it's a guided dynamic interview process. So two people's profiles will never look alike right. because they've had a different journey. Some right. have been married, some have not, some right. have gone through divorce. And, so and, we and we're all deep. individuals, so no, nobody has the exact same story. That's right. what makes it so unique and interesting, right? Right, and the problem with yeah. online or eHarmony, and, and it's a great service for those who want that, who want to put the time into doing it themselves, it's very difficult because if you are writing your own bio, um, most people are very aspirational when they're writing a bio mm -hmm. or they undersell. Right. They don't really know how to kind of pitch themselves. You yeah, almost have I've to be marketing. I've read some of those bios of my friends, and I'm like, who is this? That's, this isn't you. <laughs> this isn't you. No, so yeah. you actually help them massage it. and. Yeah. Well, in the past I did, yeah. but um, now what we do is uh, through the technology that I've yeah. created, I have – um, a profile writer and what it does is it pulls out your values and your passions and oh, I love we ask you how your friends think of you and your yeah. family members and your colleagues yeah. and we ask about what you're great at in a relationship and then we compile a story and we tell the story but I, I'm, do, I'm doing that through my technology oh, that and is really the matching awesome. is through the technology. Yeah. So. And um, you know some of the questions I asked you that you would ask people, uh, one of them I was most interested in was you said where do you spend your time and money mm. and you know I have to say my mom didn't give me a whole lot of relationship advice and somehow I still am in a great relationship yes. but uh, one of the things that she said to me that I thought was profound and is really important and is so true is compatibility and so I think sometimes people overlook that but compatibility is really important and it made me think that that question that you ask uh, where do you spend your time and money kind of really gives you an idea of what's important to you. Exactly. It's a great question. Well, a lot yeah. of people will push back on me um, and say, well, I would spend more time and energy here if I had more time. But fact remains, you know, right now my money, time and energy goes to my parents who are in their well into their 80s now, my husband, my dogs and my business. Uh, skiing and travel and, and f even friendships kind of are falling into fourth and fifth place, not because they're not important to me, but clearly, if you look at my schedule, you'll know where my values are. So we're not victims of our life. We are really, right. truly putting our time, energy, and resources into that what is most important to us. Right. So when you're going to a matchmaker, the worst thing you can do is give somebody this long laundry list of yeah. all the attributes and things you're looking for. What, right. what we do at Level is we try to like make that more concise. Right. So we're really only focusing on your top three passions and your top right. three three values because that's where the, the heart of a connection is. It's not right. really in all these varied interests that people have. Right. But if you connect with somebody who has different interests but you both value the same things, you've got a winning relationship. Really? Yeah, okay. The interests don't I, I matter think, as I much. I think the values are important. I would have thought that the interests were important. I could see, you know, you could always have a friend that likes to go skiing if your mate doesn't or whatever. But it, it is nice when you have a lot of the same interests or like the same music or movies or, you yes. know, that kind of compatibility. It's nice, but it's not... Not necessary. It's not necessary. Um, you know, when I met my husband, we didn't have a lot of common interests. Now our common interest is our business. We have a self-funded company. I've, I'm the pretty much the primary investor in my own business, but he has come aboard and, and has helped and supported. But our, our interests now are aligned with 
our dogs and our business. And yes, we have to put a lot of care into our, our, my parents at this time of their lives too. So we have found our own interests yeah. through our marriage. We and didn't it, have them in the beginning. And it's funny you mentioned your dogs because- <laughs> I know, they're uh, my babies. <laughs> years ago, I did a, a film called I Can't Marry You and I investigated all these um, gay couples who'd been together like 10 to 50 years because I was mm. trying to dis, uh, decipher what is it that kept them together since they, at that time, couldn't get married? And uh, one of the common denominators was they had something outside themselves that they both cared about that united them. Could be a business, uh, could be dogs, could be kids, uh, that made them feel like a family or connected with something outside themselves that was a common interest. You know, Agreed. a common love. A common yeah. love, a common direction, a common goal. That's that's yeah. so much bigger than if you both ski and if you both play tennis, which right. again, like you said, it's it's so nice when you that's have a the plus. same interest. It's a plus. Yeah, yeah. I wish my husband loved theater yeah. and I'm so glad jazz. my partner doesn't like camping. You have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually tried that recently because that's a passion of my husband's. But um, those don't really matter. They're just nice to have. Yes. So what I'm trying to do in, in my matchmaking, I'm always trying to get people to focus. Mm -hmm. uh, clarity and specificity is king in my business um, because we get lost. If you, as a mm -hmm. matchmaker, if you give me this really long list, a wish list, my eyes start to cross. Yeah. So how I created my algorithm is I realized after 20 years of looking at everybody's lists, that I started seeing almost in highlighted keywords. So I yeah. would see the word um, independent or feminine or strong or loving or whatever those words were. Yeah. And I decided to kind of source 20 years of data yeah. and say these are the top 20 answers that people give. These are the top five people give. Uh -huh. um, oh, interesting. Because I think let's start there. Yeah. You know, and foundation. Let's, let's start there with a really good, healthy foundation of, right. of the direction people have in their life, what is most important to them, and then we build it. That's the tree trunk. And then I look at the interests as little branches right. of that tree. Now, without saying any names, like uh, what are some success stories that you could share with us? Can you think of any? Oh, my goodness. Uh, oh, or you could think yes, about it. Yes, I, I, have, I okay. have so many. But uh, there's a few that really – there's some wonderful success stories of people coming to me and asking me for list A – and as they're giving me the list day, I've said, oh, I don't have that, but I've got this. And she's your, you know, she's your future wife, but she's yeah. antithetical to everything you've just asked me for. Yeah. And that couple has gotten married. Um, but I think the story that still touches my heart to this day is I had a gentleman that came to me um, who had had three children from his previous. Mm -hmm. um, he had a vasectomy, didn't want more. There was a lot of chaos and strife with his divorce, um, custody battles. I mean, it was kind of messy. Um, and I met this woman who was 40 to 41 years old and still really holding on to the dream of having a child. And we met, and we met at a local um, hotel lobby, and we were sitting having a lovely chat, and she was very maternal and just all love, right? Just yeah. a loving woman. And she said, April, I want to have a child. I am meant to be a mother. And I looked at her and I said, um, I have your guy. Yeah. Um, however, he's had a vasectomy. He has three kids under the age of eight. He's going through a really messy, messy, messy divorce. There's a custody -ish battle going on. What do you think? And she looked at me and she said, have you heard nothing I've just said for the last hour? I've just told you how much I want to be a mom. And I said, yes, but you don't know the framing in which you're going to be a mother. And these kids actually need, need a, a mother, mother. figure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you're perfect for each other. And um, I called him and I said, you know, she wants children, but, you know, she's at this age of 40, so we don't know. Yeah. But I, I just feel so strongly that the two of you should meet. So they got together. Yeah. And a year later, I happened to 
just pick up the phone and I called him and he said, April, you've changed my life. Wow. Um, I'm a better man. Uh, this woman is incredible. She's a gift. She's at the house unpacking boxes. We're getting married next oh week. Oh, my gosh. You're going to make me cry. Private wedding. That's awesome. So, of course, I called her and I said, tell me what happened. And she said, you know, he proposed. I said, yes. You were right. The, the custody battle, everything is going on. I love those kids, but there's also struggles. One had a learning disability. Everything you said that was going to happen has come true. Yeah. The love and the the difficulties, yeah. but I'm handling it. I'm handling it really, really well, and I'm madly in love with this man, and he's the man of my dreams. So he came home one day after they were already engaged and they were planning their wedding, and so she said yes to never having a child of her own because she fell in love with the life. And he came home, put his briefcase down, and said, you oh, have no. reinstilled my... I know, I'm going to cry. Oh, my gosh, you can make me cry. He said, you have reinstilled my faith in parenting and in in women womanhood and partnership. And I don't know if it's going to work, but I oh. want to try to have a reversal. Oh and I, I want you to have your dream of having a baby. And we both cried and cried and cried. And she said, it's probably never going to happen, but um, he wants to. And um, here we go. So two years went by. And I'm with a friend of hers that also got married through me up in San Francisco. And she said, did you know that uh, John and Karen had a beautiful baby boy this year? Oh, my God. And I, I still get chills thinking about it because I realized the beauty of that story isn't about me. All I did was listen to the guidance and listen to yeah. the inspiration of the moment. And yeah. I put these two people together. And thank God they listened to themselves. They listened to me. Um, and they went together, even though both would have given us a list of, I don't want more kids, can't yeah. have more, and I'm dying to be a mother. Yeah. And here they are getting everything that they both wanted and needed right. because and they were open. And this is the beauty of what you do. It's like I love it. people need that relationship coach, I think. You know, I do find that uh, even in my own circle of single friends, you know, that uh, they have this box they're looking for. Mm -hmm. And what you're saying is you got to look outside the box. Outside the, the perfect box. perfect one for you may not be exactly what's in your mind you have to think outside that box right yes i'm going to be getting grief over this <laughs> are, you? are you i'll be getting calls <laughs> okay. are you talking about me <laughs> people do that to me all the time you know you know the the hardest part of you know the matchmaking business is yeah. that you know I, I am it's like your doctor if your doctor told you to do something yeah. you would probably do it right but yeah. for some reason when people go to an expert they tend to push back on them and say right. no this is what I want but yeah. our common response in the office is how's that working out for you yeah right you know if it's working for you why are you here and let's just take a different take right. and in thinking outside the box and saying yes like yeah. saying yes to meetings saying yes to opportunities right um, so that's why the date is is the focal point of what we do because right. you can't circumvent the dating process to right. get to the marriage and the right. relationship. You've got right. to date and you've got to know how to date. And, you, and in yeah. order to be a great dater, you have to be open, but you have to have a really strong idea of what your values are, what your right. morals are, what your personal boundaries are. Outside of that, stay right. completely open. Right, right. And uh, I know that you said right now uh, women can actually uh, put up a profile for free. Mm -hmm. uh, with level uh, connections, mm -hmm. and um, and then and then if they're selected, they're contacted. 
Right, right. Yes, that well, the nice thing... And they can do a video online. Yes, they just do a self-recorded, yeah. teleprompter-style, intimate, private um, yeah. interview that we see. Our members don't see it. And I, and I do, I get a lot of grief because, you know, we have a male-driven model. So women do push back and say, why aren't you championing women? Why aren't you, why don't you have women clients too? And my response to that is I believe in the power of our femininity and our ability to receive, as we talked about with our dear friend, Andre Quinn. Right. Um, so for me, I want to give the gift of that to women, because if they're in our network, they are being proactive. They are being strong. So you have the male clients uh, that uh, are members with you, and then women can submit a, a free profile and see if, uh, if I always say, uh, looking to attract the right person rather than going after the right person. Yes. I think that's kind of what this... Uh, um, process is that you have instead of uh, going to a bar or somewhere and trying to find the right guy you know put up your profile and receive and attract the right person right right well I try and to I, match my business model to how yeah. you would want to be in in the world so to right. me I see women coming in let's just say I have a meeting with a woman and it's uh, an outside environment at a local lobby outside of my office I watch how women walk in the room and even if I'm out with my husband or my friends People think, well, I'm here, so therefore, if nobody comes up to me and talks to me, they're not either interested or available. That's not true. There is inspired attention. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean having a white-knuckle grip on, like, getting everybody to know you in the room. It means showing up and really feeling the room and really being present and, mm -hmm. and honoring people. I think just being people. your authentic self, don't authentic, you? Authentic, and yes, and yeah. smiling and engaging yeah. with people. Uh, be the light. Uh, be light, be love, be yes. authentic, and you'll attract the right person. Exactly. Who, who exudes the same thing. Yeah. Exactly. And the reason yeah. why we can't guarantee matches is because the alignment and the this very multi-layered funneled algorithm that I created won't put people together mm -hmm. unless it's like at least a 75% or above match matching criteria. Right. That is, so that it's is not there. putting people together unless there's a pretty There's root, but for fit. both. So right. at that point, then it becomes very even yeah. Steven for both women and men. Mm -hmm. um, but in the beginning, yes, I have a male driven model because you in my in my career, you have to choose a side first, right? Yeah. Because it gets a little messy if you're trying to work for both. Um, so for me, that's if just a woman like just a, does her anything, profile, like a realtor, a realtor shouldn't really be representing. You can't be the, the buyer, buyer and, and the, the seller. seller. <laughs> so yeah, that makes sense. Right? Yeah. So I had to choose a side. Because at first I did push you back. Yes, on that. you did. <laughs> Believe me, I uh, there was a woman that wanted to invest in Level, and and uh, she pushed back too. And I I, I spent hours and hours trying. I can see to you can't her. represent both sides. You that's know. all it is. It's like yeah. being a divorce attorney and working yeah. for the you know the husband and the wife, or the wife and the wife. It's it's just yeah. too complicated. Yeah, but, but no, and I like that women can come on and do their profile for free. And, yep. you know, if they attract the right person, great. And if not, there's other ways. So it takes this is 20, one way. Right. Yeah. It takes 20 minutes and it's easy and it's informative. You actually learn a lot about yourself when you're going through the profile. The right. biggest feedback we get on it is, wow, this feels like, you know, Myers-Briggs for the heart. Um, mm -hmm. So it's my whole purpose of this is to educate people and to offer dating and relationship advice through the process. So this becomes a one-step mm -hmm. shop for people. I think even filling out the... Uh, the uh, form uh, gives people a good insight into themselves because yes. it makes them think, well, where do I spend my time mm -hmm. and money? And, uh, you know, do I have a good family relationship? I noticed that was one of the questions. Uh, do people have a close connection with their family? And I would say to that, uh, I think you can't judge somebody by if they're close to their family or not because some people are felt a delta wacky family, yes, you know. So it's kind of, I think, more 
values and stuff? Like, well, who are they? Yes. Yeah. Well, they they answer that question, but we also say to the other person, how important is it that your partner is close to their family? Some yeah. people, we have a zero to five. Some people yeah. say, you know what, it doesn't matter because that's that's that unlucky card, you know, whether yeah. it's good or bad. But if somebody says, no, 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 that's my thing that I need that person. Some people say, I want my per- my person to be close to their family because they don't have family themselves. Right. So it's their way of having a root somewhere. Yes. Um, so I don't judge either structure. Gotcha. I'm just here to say, okay, we'll get back to you with what it is that you requested. So right. it's a lot of like, here is my life. Here is who I am. Here is what I need in someone else. So right. it goes both ways. So you help people of all ethnicities and backgrounds and religions yes. uh, just find common ground and bring them together. And I think uh, it's good that you have that personal edge to it because women have an intuition. Mm. And obviously you have a gift for this. You know, it's something you enjoy because it is your gift. You have an intuition about it. I think it's great that you're creating a new hybrid type of dating product where it's not swipe left, swipe left. No. Swipe left, swipe Swipe right. right swipe, yeah. Yes. No, it's completely <laughs> but, offline. Yeah. We're still, as a team, as agents, we're still behind the scenes yeah. choosing, but we yeah. just have... Uh, you know, we can move into different cities. We can yeah. we can do different races and culture and religions. You know, there's so many sites out there that are really only kind of geared toward one age range or one, you know, kind of um, education only. We're not here to judge anybody. I right. think, uh, you know, uh, my, my dream and my goal is within 12 to 24 months is go into the gay community because the algorithm that I created, it's just about relationship. We would like it's that. It's relationship and it's about love and connection. And we feel if we can get people out to meet each other that have this shared foundation, um, we, you know, we don't, we're not really attached to everybody getting married. We're yeah. just attached to everybody leveling up and right. finding finding people that you actually appreciate the connection with that person, regardless of where it goes, right. that you met that person and, and that I, you're grateful for I it. know you mentioned you have an 89% success rate in mm. at least having a successful date, which it starts with that, right? And yes. that's a great success rate. So I think people should look into level communications. Level connections. Yes. Well, for for their communications. Yeah, exactly. Let us <laughs> help you communicate. for your communications. Yes. Uh, and uh, thank you so much for being on oh, the show. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. To you and your Day. hubby. Thank you so and much. And your parents. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. To you uh, guys as well. Thank you. And we will be back next week with another great guest, Valerie Milano. So make it a great week. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, uh, My360Karma on Twitter and uh, sign up and subscribe to YouTube, uh, 360 Karma channel. Make it a great week, hugs and happiness.